Thanks for checking out the Airborne Youth Podcast. This week you'll be hearing a teaching from Ben Evenson. So I have this thing I want to talk to you about tonight, and it's really fun. And I should have got the video itself because I was talking to Dave Leach today, and he showed me this video of his daughter. How many of you know Harper? (sighs) I know, right? Adorable, right? So fun, and she and Maisley are going to, like, grow up together because they're, like, just a few months apart, so it's really fun. And Anyway, but um, Har- he's like, dude, you got to see this video, you know, Dave, and he's, like, booming about his little baby girl all the time. So, but he- he's like, there's this hilarious video. you got to see this. So it pops up, and Harper's sitting in the bathtub, and Johanna's talking to her. Did they, did they post this? You saw this video? And um, they I- maybe they posted it. He just showed it to me, but... Um, so Harper's in the bathtub, and Johanna's talking to her, like, yeah, we're going to get you in the bed. And she's in the bath and ready for bed, you know. And, and Johanna goes, and yeah, we're going go to go to bed, okay? And she looks, and she goes, no. <laughs> and I think this was the first no that they've gotten. So they have it on video, and they're like, oh, no, it begins, you know. I'm like, anyway. But, and I, it just struck my heart in that very moment. And I said, like, wow. Yeah, the no is, like, not exactly what parents want to hear. But it also reminded me the, that, that no confirms the power of yes. Because if all we ever had was yes, 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 it doesn't carry as much power if there isn't a choice involved. Does that make sense? So there's something, even in your youngest child as they develop, coming to a place where they realize I can say no and I can say yes. Does that make sense? And I feel like there's this great reality that obviously you guys get where this could go, and you can apply it to your life in a million different ways, but I was immediately taken to the story of Jonah. Because he did, he did the, the no thing, and we kind of know how that worked out, right? If you have no idea what the story is, Jonah was a prophet of God, and it's interesting. I was thinking as I was reading the story, I was like, wow, like, we don't know anything about Jonah's credentials. We don't know anything about his background. I don't think we know how he became a prophet. Do we, Josh? It's nothing. It's like all of a sudden it's like Jonah, like one day the word of the Lord came to Jonah. And it's like, okay, I'm a prophet. Like, I guess. I don't know. Maybe there's more to the story that we just didn't need to know, so it's not in there. But God speaks to him, tells him to go to Nineveh because Ninevite people were really, really bad. Like really, really bad. Okay? Doing all kinds of awful things. And he says, go to Nineveh, tell him to repent. Or no, he didn't even tell him to repent. He says, Jonah, go and tell Nineveh that in 40 days I'm going to wipe them out. You know, happy God. <laughs> right? It's like, and Jonah's like, are you kidding me? I know about that city. It's insane. There's no way I'm going there. And he says, no. And he turns around and walks the opposite direction, gets on a boat, sails the opposite direction. He's like, I'm getting as far away from Nineveh as I possibly can. God's really good, though. Right? So he sends this big storm and all this freak out. Right? And... Eventually, he gets thrown out of the ship into the ocean. He's dead. You would think. But if you know the story, God, again, intervenes. Even though Jonah said no, God's like, I'm not done with this guy. You know what I mean? And he sends the big fish, right? Swallows him up. This is not a mythical story. This is an actual. It's hard to wrap your brain around. But there are definitely fish big enough to swallow whole people. And if you've seen Pinocchio, you know it works. No, I'm just kidding. All right, so swallows him for three days. He's living inside this fish, and that's, like, really supernatural and cool. And obviously, while he's in the fish, he has some time to think through his decisions because he's like, this isn't working out how I planned at all. And um, 
So he, re- he prays to God. He's like, God, if you get me out of this one, I'll do whatever you say. You know, he kind of finally gets to his yes. Finally. But there's power to his yes because he already, you know, he obviously had the choice in the matter. He could have just stayed hard-headed the whole time, right? But he doesn't. He softens his heart and he goes, hey, God, all right, whatever. If you could get me out of this one, I get it. I'm on, all right? So the big fish swims over, spits him out on the shore, pretty close to Nineveh. It's a coincidence, right? Anyway, gets up, wipes all the guts off, walks his way over to Nineveh, and then he travels into the city, and it says that the city of Nineveh was huge. It says it would take three days to cross the city of Nineveh, through it, to walk through the city. How long would it take you to walk to the other side of Harrisburg? Dylan, you've ran it a hundred times. You know, Dylan can do it in about 15 minutes. The rest of us, about 12 hours, okay? Like, seriously, guys, so fast, it's absurd. Anyway, but a three-day journey across the city, he goes in into a horrible, horrible, I can't even, I don't even know if we have a comparison, but I would figure it's like the worst of the worst, like the center of Iraq, Baghdad, Iraq, worst, like, you know, like everybody's killing each other, doing terrible things, all of whatever, and he goes into this massive city, and he just starts walking down the street saying, God is going to destroy your city in 40 days. You think that's popular with the people there? <laughs> no. Like, these are bad people. But people started hearing, and for whatever reason, God captured their hearts, and they said, what? And it goes into this whole thing. The word traveled back to the king, and the king immediately said, the entire city will fast, and we will pray, and we will put away our nice clothes, and we're going to put on sackcloth, which is basically like potato sack material, real comfortable, cozy clothing, the entire city. And he says, for, I forget how many days, he said, from this point forward, no one is allowed to taste anything, not even our animals. You will not allow anyone or any animal to eat in this city. The king decrees it and says, we are going to pray, we are going to repent to God, Like, pretty powerful move in a city that big. It's not like, hey, we just walked into this little Camp Hill borough and got a revival started, you know? Like, Camp Hill's even big to think, to even imagine this happening. But a massive city, the king just decrees it. And the entire city and all the animals put on sackcloth. The king was like, no, even put sackcloth on your animals. We're going, we got 40 days to live. I think it must have been 40 days. He's like, we're going to just fast and pray. Yeah. And it says God saw their hearts and saw that they obeyed and he relented and he did not destroy the city. Well, then you go back to Jonah. And how many of you know Jonah was suicidal? Struggled with suicidal thoughts. Did you know this? Anybody know this part of the story? After all this, he finally says his yes. A whole city gets saved. I mean, you feel like I'm the evangelist of the year. Right? What's? No. Well, but he wishes. Watch. Check this out. But so God relents and lets the city go, right? And but to Jonah, this seemed very wrong, and he became angry. He prayed to the Lord, Isn't this what I said, Lord, when I was still at home? That is why I tried to leave and I went to Tarshish. And this is a funny name for a city, but I knew that you are a gracious God and a compassionate God, slow to anger and abounding in love, a God who relents from sending calamity. He's like, I know you, God, you're nice. And I knew this was going to happen. And this is why, because these people deserve to die. That was Jonah's attitude. He's like, I came and did what you said. I was hoping to perch up on this hilltop and watch you burn them up with fire. But this is why I didn't want to come in the first. He gets all angry again. He's like, no, and then yes, and then come on, God, I wanted to see everybody go up in flames, you know, like 
I wanted bloodshed. Like, this is Jonah's attitude. I know. He's like, so the, verse 3 right here in chapter 4 says, Now, Lord, take away my life, for it is better for me than to die than to live. He's like, you're evangelist of the year, man. Like, you just got the whole city saved. And he's just like, no, I wanted blood. This guy had issues. Prophet of God. Oh, my gosh, they're not perfect. How about that? How about that? All right, cool. Anyway. But the Lord God said, is it right for you to be angry? Jonah had gone out and sat down at a place east of the city. I assume it's up on a hill. And made himself a shelter and sat in its shade and waited to see what would happen to the city. Then the Lord God provided a leafy plant and made it to grow over Jonah to give shade for his head to ease his discomfort. It grew up overnight. A shade plant, like in the middle of the night. And the next morning the sun comes up and Jonah's like, and it says he was very happy about the plant. Well, God said the next night God sent a worm to eat the plant and it immediately withered. So the next day the sun comes up. And the sun is scorching on top of Jonah's head. And it says, when he arrived, um, and a scorching east wind. And it said, Jonah's head, he got so, fa- like, so, let's see. The sun blazed on Jonah's head so that he grew faint. He wanted to die. And said, it would be better for me to live, than t- or to die than to live. Again, this is the second time he's like, God, just take me out, okay? But God said to Jonah, is it right for you to be angry at, um, about the plant? It is, he said, and, and, and I'm so angry, I wish I were dead. He says this to God. He's like, I'm just so angry about everything. He's like, you gave me the plant. That was nice. You took the plant away, and now I'm angry again. It's like, chill, dude. Like, God is seriously going like, and who, what right do you have to be angry in this place? I made a plant grow overnight for you to shade your head, to bless you, to take care of you. And when it withers and goes away, you get all angry with me and all upset about the whole world here? Like, what in the world? There's such power in our ability to say yes to God and to say no to God. And where I want to go with this, and this is obviously a challenge and hopefully an encouragement to each of your hearts, but if there's one thing that I know about Dylan and Katie Krause, this is where I'm going to start crying probably or something awful, but is Dylan and Katie Krause say yes to God? They don't even gamble with, uh, no, I'm running away from your call because I want to stay comfortable. And I want to say, do they? I mean, I know that there was a couple of months where Dylan was like, I don't know what to do with this. I was like, like, it was crazy. But Dylan is absolutely, when he knows the decision has to be made, his yes is absolute. And Katie, you guys have gone to Austria and lived there for three years not knowing anybody and being like abandoned to do ministry, like in bars with crazy teenagers that like, and you've gone and you've done and said yes, yes, yes. And we had no idea what God had in store when he called us to Australia last summer. This was not what I thought. It wasn't my plan by any means. You know, and I've had a few moments over the last few months gone sitting up there under the shade tree going like, okay, God, this is really good. And then it goes on. I'm like, dang it, God, why is Dylan leaving? Like, yeah, I, I, right, gotcha. Because I think, Probably every person in this room, if you've known Dylan and Katie more than five minutes, have been impacted by their lives. Yeah? Come on. So here's, here's the real deal, real challenge, because this is like, and this is obviously the message of Dylan's life. If you haven't heard Dylan say your yes to God, that phrase right there, the power of your yes before God. If you haven't heard him say that, you've had your ears plugged every time he speaks because that's like a life message that Dylan speaks. 
and he lives it. So when a call comes to move across the globe away from teenagers, he adores, and Katie, I'm saying Dylan, but you're one, one flesh, right? Got it? When they get this call to move across the globe to a bunch of people they barely know and say goodbye to all y'all that they really love and really know, uh, especially you, right? So all your favorites. Anyway, there's a, there's certainly, there's a challenge in that. Jonah had to go like, the call of God did not sound like, and they're going to Australia. Yes, that sounds wonderful, but that's not enough to make you change your entire life, to go live in some crazy cool climate. There's got to be a word of the Lord that says, go. I'm calling you forth to go somewhere because this is not easy for them to leave. And I hope you all know that. And I know he could stand up here and say this all night long too, but I know it's true because I've spent time with the guy. And I know Katie's impacted you guys' lives, and it's hard for them to do this, to say goodbye, but they also know that saying no to God (laughs) isn't good for you, and it isn't good for them, and it isn't good for anybody. I, I'm totally getting there. I was like, <laughs> anyway, I'm trying to wait till Saturday when they're gone before I totally lose it. But <laughs> I've had my moments. God. Anyway, but guys, I do. I want to encourage you and challenge you to cheer on the yes of Dylan and Katie, and in your own heart, in the own, your own way of dealing with this transition and whatever this looks like, is not getting angry at. God for taking them. Because God's not taking them. He's extending Dylan and Katie. Because what they do here, what they love here, all that they are here is not departing. It stays because it's been handed off to a lot of you, probably all of you in some capacity. The love they have, the generosity they have, the encouragement, like the let's go run a mountain just for fun. Like you guys carry... (laughs) This stuff, the hospitality of Katie, like if you've ever cooked with her, it's like, come on, you've picked up the impartation of Dylan and Katie, so they don't leave. They're getting extended, and there's all kinds of words over Dylan, this super highway between the States and Australia. A year ago, we hung that funny map up on the wall in the lobby, and Dylan stood out in the lobby and said, why don't we have anybody in Australia? (laughs) I put a pin and a string to Australia this year. I was like, yes, a year later. Because they're going. And it's an exciting thing. Like, obviously, the doorway's open to go and see them. Hallelujah. Right? But, man, guys, the church that they're going to be working with and helping is, like, so, like, sister church to Life Center. It's wild. Like, the building looks and feels like, like the new. They're building a brand-new sanctuary right now. We're adding to ours. Like, they're doing all this stuff. Like, they posted, like, the audio stuff. And it's the same stuff CJ's looking at, like, the new speakers for the new sanctuary. Like, it's, like, all this crazy stuff. And just so many things about what they do are so similar to this house. It's like, man, we're just, like, it's like a marriage of churches and communities. And I think we're going to see, I mean, a couple of their crew are coming out here in December to see us and hang out. The relationships that have continued. And I don't want to park on that too long. But. You get what I'm saying here, guys? We have a really cool opportunity to celebrate and launch Dylan and Katie out in the most, like, celebrative way. And we've talked about this a whole lot, is if we're unable to celebrate the great things that God is doing in the lives of people around us, then we're probably more interested in worshiping ourselves, not the God who's delivering the blessing. 
if every time somebody around you gets totally overwhelmed, like, wow, that person got a $1,000 check, and you go, like, where's my $1,000 check? It might be you that you're worshiping. But if you get an opportunity to see a blessing outpoured in somebody else's life, and we did this in Australia on the bus, like, every night, we're like, okay, somebody have a testimony? What's going on? And they'd tell their little story, and we would just go nuts on a bus for, like, you know, 15 seconds. We would just scream and yell and party to celebrate what God did in somebody's life because it's all about what God did. It's not always about what we get because our connection to blessing what God's doing is our release for God to just continue to pour into our own lives blessing. But the minute we close that gap and say, I'm only celebrating what God does for me, can in a lot of ways like disqualify you from being open to receive what God wants to pour into your life. So we're going to get Dylan and Katie right up here in the very front on a couple chairs. Can I get two of the chairs, just a couple leaders grab? <laughs> Give me two chairs up here. And we're going to do some practicals. <sighs> I swear it's sweat, guys. I swear. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but um, So we're going to take some time, and this is like, this is kind of like training practicum and blessing go crazy all at the same time. But I really want to empower you guys tonight as students. And we're going to take some time, and I'm going to have you guys come up here as you're, as you're ready and as you're, like, get stuff or whatever. And I want you to celebrate what God is doing, okay? And I'm going to put a couple qualifiers on this. Like, if you're going to come up here, this isn't time to pray to Dylan and Katie, we're going to pray to God, and we're going to thank God for what he's done. You obviously afterwards can go to Dylan and Katie individually and say, hey, thanks so much for what you did in my life here. I want you to do that, but this time right now is to thank God for Dylan and Katie and the parts of things, or the, all the different things that he's placed in them, gifted them with, and how that's impacted the world. But we're thanking God. We're praying God, to God right now, Okay. So that's one thing, thanking God for what they have been in this house. Um, and then the other thing would be is if you get a specific picture or word that you feel like God is saying over Dylan and Katie, we're going to prophesy, all right? And one qualifier I want to put on that is if you get a picture or a word, it's really easy sometimes to try to want to come up with a really good understanding of what that means, what that picture is supposed to mean for them. And I want to tell you, if you don't get a dead clear, like, word from God interpretation, just leave it and say, hey, I just got this picture and share that or this word. Because I think sometimes the coolest stuff is what happens when God does the interpreting. Because you may have no idea the words, the thousands of words that have been spoken over Dylan and Katie, the things they've had dreams about, the stuff that's going on. And your little picture, your word may just simply confirm exactly what they already know, and they already have an interpretation. And again, it's just like, let God do the communicating, if that makes sense. But I believe he's giving pictures to many of you right now in the room. And different, even if it's one word or two or three, like a phrase or a sentence, I feel like that's like, God wants to release that. And this is an opportunity for us to kind of coach you, teach you what this looks like. Um, so if you don't have a real clear understanding of what it means, that's okay. We're not into performance up here. We don't want you to come up and put on a really good show and feel like, oh, my gosh, there's so much pressure. I have to say it just right. Like, just say what you feel God's speaking and keep it really simple and feel no pressure to have this big, profound interpretation. If you hear God and you're like, this means 
or I feel like this means this for you, you can say that and keep it brief because we want to open this for as many as we can before we run out of time tonight. Is that cool? So we're just going to do that for a little bit. And um, yeah, so kind of come up. If you've got something, let's go that way and come up by Josh. And we'll just make a line around the room. And we'll just kind of hand the mic over. And we're recording this. Don't freak out about that. But Dylan and Katie want this recorded because they want to have this for memories and for like remembering each and everything because it's hard for them to absorb everything that's said at the same time too. But seriously, like don't over like overdo the spirituality of this. If you're hearing, if you're seeing a picture that makes no sense to you in your mind, if like Dallas said, God speaks through your, through your imagination. If stuff is perking up and you're like, that's weird, you know, that's okay. Just come up and say, hey, I saw a picture of this. And you can then pray after that if you want. You'd be like, okay, God, and I just want to thank you for whatever, for what you've done and doing and Katie and the gifts, whatever. Does that make sense? So two things we're going to do up here, a word picture or pray to God, just thank God for what he's done. Is that cool? Yeah? So if you're sitting out here, don't sit here and go like, okay, this is going to be boring and lame. I want you to like close your eyes and ask God, show me a picture, God. Give me a word. Some of you are visual people, and you'll get a picture. Some people will just get a word. You'll see it written in, on the back of your eyelids. Some people might hear a word out loud. I just want you to feel totally confident to come up and share that because you have no idea what God's communicating through that tonight and just an opportunity to bless Dylan and Katie in this. So, Okay, come right on by Amelia and come on. All right, Dallas is going to start. God, thank you for these lives. God, we, we know they're so amazing because every single one of us just loves them because we see the love that they give out and how true they are, how true their hearts are, how passionately they love you and how passionately they've loved us. So I bless them. I bless them in Jesus' name. And I see you riding an escalator. You're going up and you're going deeper. Up and in. Up and in to the heart of God. Up and into his purpose. Up and into his plan. And there's no effort. You're just holding each other's hands gazing at the beauty of the Lord as he elevates you and escalates you. Um, God, I just want to thank you for their heart that they pour out to the youth here, God. And you're launching them out to Australia, God, and I know that you have more for them, God, and that they're going to continue to pour out because we have a mom and my, a dad in them too, God. And I just pray that you continue to pour out their hearts, God, and you're going to show them deeper ways of loving the other youth, God, for their children that might have broken homes, God, and I feel like they're going to be the guardians. They're going to be your sent, heaven sent to Australia. God, you immediately gave me this vision of this mighty lion with a roar, and I want to thank you 
for making Dylan and Katie mighty leaders. They have this spirit of leadership with a mighty roar that they have over them. And when they go to Australia, you're going to give them the spirit of leadership that this church has never seen before. It's going to be totally unique, and you're going to give that to them. You're going to give that to them. Jesus, thank you for Thank you for creating them. Thank you for everything they've done in this church. Thank you for everything that they've done in all of us. You created them, God, and we give you praise for that, Jesus. I don't know where to start. Um, in worship, I got this picture of a couple, and I was kind of confused because I didn't see the picture. I didn't see faces, but I saw you standing next to me, Dylan, and it just kind of got clearer. And even though I've only been here for a short time, I've gotten the privilege to have you for the last three years. And I just saw the word saving grace. And Carissa confirmed it when she came up here. I just see you guys loving people with open arms. And I'm just grateful that I got to have that and what you've given to me and everyone in this room and the leaders and us students growing, that the whole world gets to have that, even a little bit, even a different continent, Australia. And I just see God blessing you for saying yes, yes, yes to everything, even yes to the unknown. So, Lord, I thank you for these wonderful people that we've gotten to have. And I thank you that even though they're going away for however long they may be going away, they're going to come back one day. <laughs> so, Lord, I just thank you, and I bless Linda and Katie and all their travels and everything that they're going to do. So I got a picture for you guys. Um, you guys, uh, there was somebody sitting in a rocking chair, and they had a memory box. And uh, they were going through the memory box, and I saw a picture. There was a picture of you and Katie in there. Um, and for weeks, I'd just been asking, why, why this picture? Why? And he wants you to know because he ha- that he has given us amazing memories, and he will never let us forget you guys. And he just wanted me to say that to you. Okay, so I'm not really good at this. Whatever, you're so good at this. <laughs> but I got an image for you guys. Um, in Australia, I just saw a giant picture of all these kids just just like on their knees looking up at you guys, smiling, crying, and holding their arms up to you. And I think it represents all the joy and all the happiness you put into every single one of us, each and every individual one of us. I'm not going to sit here and cry, but <laughs> from the moment I met you too, my life has changed for the better, and I, I, I honestly can't thank you enough. Amen. So I felt like God was saying that you've been planting seed, and you've been weeding, and you've been taking care of it, and now that it's grown, it's ready to be harvested. He said, now it's my turn, and I'm going to bless you ten times, a hundred times what you've poured into other people, what you've poured into your work, what you, everything you've done, that he's going to pour it back a hundredfold. God, I thank you that they're going to Australia. They get to live their dream.
<laughs> okay, so I had this picture like sometime last year and when um, Ben was talking about like the map that's in the lobby, God reminded me of it. Um, I'd once had a picture of a map of the world and all of a sudden there were these like little pins that had started popping up and they represented like um, teams that had been sent out to just show, shed God's love, but that had like totally like set that place on fire. And um, I saw the map again, but it zoomed into Australia, and I saw you and Dylan as a pin, and you guys popped up in Brisbane, and there you were. And um, I just heard God say starters. They're just starters of something big. And so, uh, can, can I pray that over you guys? Okay, okay. All right, so God, I just thank you so much for Dylan and Katie. God, I thank you that they're going to be starters of something so amazing, God, that they're going to set that place on fire, Lord. I thank you for all of the people that they're going to impact, Lord. I thank you for all of the people that they've impacted here, God. And I just thank you for all that they're going to do, God. Okay, so I just got the word joy and try and kind of confirm that for me. So, um, and I got a picture of Dylan and Katie holding hands and just in a circle, just letting kids in. They're just, you know, going in a circle, just singing and jumping around. And they just brought so many kids joy. And so, God, I just want to thank you that um, you created them and you just made so many memories for us. And you just made everybody so happy with them being here. And Hi, I love you. Okay. <laughs> For you guys, I got a picture of a boat, like a cute, cute little boat, sailboat. It was adorable. And in the background, behind the boat, it was a storm, and it was cloudy, and it was raining, and it was dreary, and it was black, and it was just ugly. But where the boat actually was, it was sweet, and it was soft, and there were smooth waves, and pink, and warm colors like pink, and yellow, and red, and orange, like a sunset almost, and it was peaceful. And I think that you guys represent the boat. And what God is trying to say is that even though we're going to miss you, and I know personally ever since I, I walked into the church for the second time, starting to come here again, you guys were like a family to me. You guys were like my parents, and I completely adore you. And I'm trying not to start crying because like, you're like the best. But um, <laughs> the best is yet to come, I think. And out there in Australia, I know you're going to be parents to so many more kids like you were to me, and God is going to bless you over and over again, and you're going to be almost like the bearer of blessings to kids over there, and kids who probably need a family, and kids who need to be shown love, and kids who like may struggle with depression, anxiety, and suicidal thoughts, and you're going to help them get to where they're going, and you're going to help be that guide, guided by God. So don't ever be discouraged while you're down there, even though I know you're going to miss me. <laughs> I'm going to miss you so much. I love you, Dylan. My best bud. You're awesome. I'm not going to cry. No, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. <laughs> so I got the picture of the flags, like you described them a couple weeks ago, of Austria and the U.S. next to each other, and then Australia and the U.S. And I just heard the words, ask for nations. And it wasn't just ask for a nation, but ask for nations. Come on, Wendy. Come on. <laughs> so God, I just pray oh, a blessing. Oh, of strength on them, God, and that you would highlight all the nations that you have planned out for them, God, and that <laughs> they would never grow weary, God, and that they would be filled with your power and that your spirit would follow them wherever they go. In Jesus' name. All right, so I got a picture for you guys as well. 
didn't really get to know you very much, but right, right away I got a vision from God. It said straight up, it was like Alcatraz, and it was just a lonely, like, lost island for criminals and all the lost people that were there. And it's isolated on an island, but right, right in the moment, God built a bridge, and there was like a highway. And there were a couple of cars coming in, but there were tons pouring out, which means that, that you guys are going to go in, and you're going to bring so many more out. And so I just, I think that's just such a great thing. So we're just going to pray into that. God, I thank you so much for, for Dylan and Katie, God, stepping into this, God, and I pray that you would just exceedingly blow their minds out of the water, God, with this, with the abilities, God, as, as starters, as, as creating a new foundation, God, in whatever aspects of life you're going to show them, God, whether it's reaching more loss, whether it's um, just building up those that you already know you got and continuing to nurture and mature them in you, God. So just in every single aspect, we bless them, God, and we honor them in this moment. In Jesus' name, amen. I got a vision for you guys, and I saw this figure just walking down. It was as if there was no color in the ground and no color in the sky. And I saw him touch the ground, and from the ground there was color, and there was life, and there was just absolute joy pouring out from him. And I watched him kiss the air, and now that came humans, and now that came people made of colors and just absolute joy. And I see that as you guys so much, as an empowerment to you guys in Australia, that you guys are going to go down there, you're going to create color, that you're going to create joy, you're going to create light, you're going to create the atmosphere that is just absolutely godly and holy in every way is going to change people's lives for the better. So I power you guys for that so much to know that you guys are going to be the change, that you guys are going to create the change. You're going to point people in the right direction to make changes too. All right, so the first thing I got that I'm not even going to pretend to know what it means is a red three. And then uh, the one thing that I did get an explanation for was in the newest James Bond movie, there is this song called Writing on the Wall, and the chorus is, for you, I'd have to risk it all because the writing is on the wall. So, and I just heard for that, just when you get, moving is just the beginning. When you get down there, there's going to be more risks, bigger risks that you guys are just going to take head on, and you're going to risk everything for God, and he's proud of everything you've done so far, and all the risks that you have taken already, and for the ones that you will take yet. Um, so I got a picture for you guys, and it was this giant long hallway, and at the end of it was a giant light, and you guys were holding hands, walking steadily towards it, and there were windows on the walls of the hallway, and there were just hundreds of people cheering you on, and you just kept on staring at the light, and just being hopeful. So, um, as I was praying, I just saw two words for you, um, lineage and legacy. Um, and I feel like uh, wherever you go, whoever you touch, you're leaving a legacy. And you're not just leaving a legacy in the nations that you go to, but you're also empowering them to leave a legacy and a lineage as well. And so, Father, I just um, bless Dylan and Katie in their travels, um, and I just thank you for all that you've empowered them to do and for all that you've equipped um, them to carry and all the authority that you've given them. Um, and I just pray your blessing on them and thank you for the lineage and the legacy that they're going to leave behind them. Yeah, I'm not done with you two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got another image, and it was it was honestly, personally, a better one, okay? <laughs> Even though it was great before, but I, I saw an image of you guys, both of you, running together, and every footstep you take just 
shines and glows and you're just going to race until you reach that finish line and that finish line is just everybody everybody's spirit towards you and you're going to going to change everybody's life and whoever whoever hasn't had a parent in their life or a father or a mother in their life God I pray that people like Dylan and Katie just find you and 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 they just love you like they would us okay Dylan and Katie I love you guys Um, Dylan, I just, hi. Katie and I went on a walk today, and we walked past somebody's house that we don't know, and there was an Australian flag in the yard. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I'm living there. I was like, that's amazing. We should just take it and run. Um, But that's stealing, kids. Don't do that. Um, So I got this picture that you were working on God's house. You were putting it brick by brick, and the kids of... um, the youth there were coming up to you asking, how do I become a good husband? How do I become a good man for my wife? How do I become a better man? How do I serve God in this way? And you show, you're like, guys, this is easy, brick by brick, brick by brick. And you showed them. And as the house began to keep growing and keep growing and more men started coming to you, Katie, you went into the house with a plate of bread and you showed the women how to clean. You showed them how to cook. You, sh- you used that hospitality. You went, this is how you become a good wife. This is how you become a woman of God. This is how you become strong and capable and you are capable. And the lines just kept getting longer and longer. Um, other than that, <laughs> I saw the word jumpsuit. <laughs> and you're jumping into something. So thank you, Lord, for these beautiful mothers and fathers and that they're going on to mother and father even more, mothers and fathers who are going to turn into mothers and fathers. And thank you that they have the privilege of working on your household, on your household, God. Thank you for them. Um, I just kept hearing the word immersion, and I just, um, one thing I've always noticed about you guys is when you do something, you put your, your all into it, and I just felt something that God admires about you guys, and that's why he's telling you to go, and that's why your guests mean so much, and so God, I just thank you, God, that wherever Dylan and Katie go, God, they put their all into it, and I thank you, Lord, that they're not, um, that when they go to Australia, they're not just giving a part of themselves, God, but they're going to go all in, Father, and so we just pray for strength to do that, God. So I just see a a vision of both of you running in a field with a bright blue sky, beautiful clouds in the air, and you guys are just so happy. And I feel what that represents is freedom, freedom that you guys, as you have done for me and so many other people, you have helped people step into freedom to find their identity and the truth in their life. And God, I just, I thank you that you are going to help Dylan and Katie bring so many people into the freedom and the identity of who they truly are and the truth of what you want to do in their life. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, guys. It's funny because Sunday I wanted to come and minister to you guys and and I just have to come get my girls, and you guys are being ministered to. I was like, oh, my goodness. God, is just so funny. Um, uh, Dylan and Katie, Lord, I just I speak a blessing over them as they are venturing into a new adventure. On a Sunday morning, I just heard the Lord say, you guys are going over to Australia, and you think you're going for a purpose. But the Lord says that he's just going to blow up that thing that you think you're going there for. <laughs> that he's just going to explode there for you guys and that you're going to know him in a different way. 
And as I was standing there, I, um, I saw these two dolphins, and they were, like, coming out of the water, and they were forming a heart. And the Lord says that he is going to be transforming your heart as you go. In that place, he's going to give you a new heart. And as you're there, I heard the Lord say that he is going to be expanding your family. Not just in the naturally, but in the spiritually, but you're going to see an expansion um, also in the natural. So, Lord, I just thank you that for the just a protection over them as they go, Lord. I just thank you for the doors of opportunity that you're preparing the way even right now. Lord, I just bless them and just thank you for what you have for them there in Jesus' name. Hey, guys. <laughs> um, so I just got this picture of, like, this pack of wolves because that's automatically where my mind wanders. And um, I just felt like um, like the kids you're going to be working with over there, like you're just going to become like, like I saw this like group of like, oh my gosh, <laughs> so this group of like little pups and they're just like running around and um, then they have like the older wolf that comes and like teaches them, teaches them how to hunt, how to defend themselves, how to protect the next generation of little ones. <laughs> and... I just feel like you're just gonna be just like, um, <laughs> I don't know. I like you're just gonna be like these this, these inspirational leaders to them that they can that they can go on to um teach other generations and yeah, <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> Dylan, Katie. So I got two things for you guys. One, um, well, two for you guys and one just for Dylan. Um, the one thing is I got the name Kraus, and I was like, God, that's their last name, of course. So I looked it up, and one of the things, and it's a German last name meaning heavy drinker. And <laughs> so I looked it up, and as once I saw heavy drinker, the only thing that came up to me is the amount of water that you guys drink. And then it reminded me of a picture I had a while back of Kevin drinking water water the way he drinks it, where he just puts a bottle up to his mouth and just squeezes all the bottle out. And, and I just kind of felt like God said that he's going to drink you up and you're going to drink him up in an easy, easy, slow, like really fast. And you're going to be able to pour yourself out for other people and become vulnerable with them. And the other thing that I got for you guys was I saw a pic, like a picture of a hut and the door was open. And it's like you guys were saying, God, you're allowed to come in. You can come in whenever you want. But instead, he just like flew in, not through the door, but he used every window that was possible that was there and everything else. Everything that was closed is the way that he came in. So I feel like God is going to come to you guys in unexpected ways where he's just going to surprise to surprise you and give you aha moments where you're going to just be filled with him and you'll be able to uplift the people that are going to surround you. And the last thing is just for Kraus. Um, so yesterday before I left tonight, watch, I told you I'm going to go to the place where I met you. And where I met you was the furnace. And I was asking God last night, I was like, God, why did I even meet him there? And... The thing is, I just feel like 
you are like a walking furnace where wherever you go you're always on fire for God you're always turned on there's not a moment where you're turned off and I just feel like God's going to use you where since you're always on you can just walk and touch someone and boom they're going to be on and touch someone else and boom they're going to be on it's going to be like a chain of reactions and it's going to just burn people that surround you guys so God I just thank you for Dylan and Katie and I thank you for the plants and the the things that you have for them and I just pray that I just pray that bubble and the fire of your love God that surrounds them I just pray that you let them be able to sink to sink it in God and just take it in and pour it out God that the more they pour out the more you give and the more they they pour out the faster you come into their heart God and I just thank you for their lives and for what they've done for you God Wow how do you sum all that up uh, the two words that come to mind from these guys all the time that I've never heard before, but I've heard, but not the way they describe it, is taste and see. Yeah. So my image is, is just a bus. And they're going to pull up on this bus, and they're going to open the door, and the kids are going to go, what's the deal? Come taste and see. Come taste and see. I just, I just have a, feeling, a, a revelation that you are going to bring a new definition of what taste and see means to the entire, con- the entire continent of Australia. They are not ready to be overwhelmed over and just overjoyed with the, the joy monkeys that we're sending down there. So taste and see. God, just give them provision, unending provision. Yes, Jesus. All right, I got two pictures. Uh, one was like a really lush green field and it had these windmills, like the energy-efficient ones, and it just... I heard fresh wind, fresh breeze, new energy, new life. So, God, I just thank you that you're just bringing new life and new energy to Australia through these guys, that you're just bringing life through them, God. And this is just who they are. It's what they do, that they just take your breeze and they turn it into life and turn it into energy for other people. And the other picture I saw was of the marauders, or of marauders, and it was a symbol for a college, and it has a double meaning. But one meaning is that it's just uh, marauders are land pirates, and they just... For me, pirates are um, they're just people who go after their dreams and they go after treasure and things that they value and they just value their friends and their family like with the highest honors. And I feel like God's just saying that's who you are and that you're just going to take new land and new treasures in this place and that also you're just going to be taking people to a higher level of knowledge and revelation in who God is. So God, I just thank you for these two. I pray that you just bless them, Lord. And I pray that you just use all of our lives as a testimony that you'd remind them of us, God, while they're over there and just keep bringing on testimonies of lives impacted and changed that that would just happen over in Australia again. Come on, everybody stand up. And I want you all, uh, Dylan and Katie, take like five steps forward and I just want a mob on them right now. Everybody try to get a hand on their head or shoulder or reach for their feet or whatever. If you can't reach them, just like extend and um, so we're going to do this like Dylan is really good at at leading into. We are going to celebrate what God's doing with the most outrageous yelling, screaming, uh, ecstatic celebration, like won the Super Bowl, if you care, you know, whatever, whatever it is for you. Um, moment of just outrageous celebration for what God has done and what he's doing and what he's going to do 
And I just, I just saw the word or the phrase locked and loaded, and I feel like you guys are so completely equipped and completely ready. There's not preparation required for what you're stepping into. So doubt nothing. The doubt goes out. In Jesus' name, God, we just bless Dylan and Katie, and we celebrate them with all of our hearts and all that you're doing in their lives and what you're going to do, God. This podcast was recorded live at a Wednesday night youth meeting. To find out more, check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching Airborne Youth.